Kiddushin Dav Tedzayin. The last thing we were discussing was how do we know that Avid Ivri, who sold himself to a Jew, how do we know that he gets bought with money? And we went from there into the Drashav Sakhir Sakhir, who's not Torah Sakhir Sakhir. We ended up saying Rabbi is not Torah Sakhir Sakhir. And he argues on Rabbi Yossiya Galilee and Rabbi Akiva about a relative redeeming a person versus a friend redeeming him. At what point does he still have to work for the person who redeems him? And with that, we're starting Tedzayin Amud Aleph. Five lines in where it says Ubishtar. We know that Avid Ivri is bought, is acquired with a contract. And the Gemara asks, Menalan, how do we know this? So Amar Ula, Amar Kera, because the Pasuk says, And remember, Amar Ivri is one of the five Avid Ivris out there, so we could learn from it. It says, Im If he takes another wife, meaning if he takes this Amar Ivriya and now he reserves her, he Yada. He wants to marry her, he reserves her, but then he decides to take another one. Remember, he has to do shera, he has to give her uh, food, clothing, time, he has to give her everything she needs. Now, bottom line is you see that the pasuk compared her to another woman, which is a regular woman, the average woman, the same way a regular woman is bought in marriage with a star contract, af So same thing in amayivriya, the way she is bought, she's acquired from her father to her master is through a contract. Now the That makes sense according to the rabbi who holds that the contract of an amayivriya is written by the master who's buying her. According to the, the the rabbi who holds that the father writes on the contract, my daughter is sold to you. My how is he going to learn that an amayivriya is bought with the star, and how is he going to learn that in all evadivrim are going to be bought with the star? So the the itmar, and here's the, the gemara brings the machloket star amayivriya. Mikotvo, the contract of Amavriya who writes it, Ravuna Amar Adon Kotvo. Ravuna says the master writes it, Ravhasda Amar Avkotvo, the father writes it. Anihale Ravuna makes sense according to Ravuna, Ravhasda Maikalimar. What's Ravhasda going to say? And Amar Vahaba Yaakov Amar Kira, the Pasuk says, Lote Seke Seta Abadim. She's not going to go out like a regular Ayavid. A regular Ayavid, if uh, his master by mistake pokes out his eye or he punches out his tooth or cuts off one of his uh, body parts, then he goes out free. She gets paid for, uh, for the damage he did to her, but she doesn't go out free. She doesn't go out like an Ayavid Kenani, but she is bought like an Ayavid Kenani. And how is she bought like an Ayavid Kenani? Star. With the contract. So you learn Amai Riyav here from Shtar, from Lot Tetzekeset Avadim, and from there you can learn to all the Arvid Ivriz. But the Gemara says, what makes you say it's talking about a contract? You could say that the way she is bought like a regular Arvid, maybe she is bought like an Arvid Kanani through Hazaka. Uh, make her do work for you, make her take off your shoe, make her uh, clean something, and that will be the Hazaka shows that you own her. So maybe the Pasuk is talking about Hazaka, not Shtar. So the Gemara explains, now, Amar Kira, the Pasuk says, They are property in a sense 
that if someone passes away, he bequeaths them, he gives them as a Yerusha, as an inheritance to his children, meaning Otam Bechazaka, and only Avadim Kenanim can be bought with the Hazaka, Veloacher Bechazaka, and Avid Ivri is not bought with the Hazaka. The Gemara says, yeah, but what makes you say it that way? Ve'ema otam bishtar. Maybe Ivid Kenanim is with Ishtar, Veloacher Bishtar, and Avid Ivri cannot be bought with Ishtar. The Gemara answers, it says already that she doesn't go out like the Avadim. And you learn from over there that she is bought with the Shtar. means she is Niknet, Kenyan Avadim. So the Gemara asked the obvious question, Why are you saying that by Avadivri Shtar works and not Hazaka? Why don't you learn the exact opposite? Why don't you say that Hazaka works, not Shtar? Why are you making the Pesukim work that Hazaka is no and Shtar is yes? Why don't you learn the opposite? So the Gemara explains, Mistabra Shtar Hava Leleraboye, Sheken Motsiabe Bat Israel. It makes sense to add on Shtar because it works by Bat Israel when it comes to divorce. The way a woman gets divorced is through a get. The Gemara answers back, wait a second. Adra opposite, Hazaka Hava Leleraboye. It's Hazaka should be better. You should add on Hazaka. Sheken Kone Benichse Hager. It acquires by a ger. If a ger passes away, he doesn't leave uh, any children. Anyone can come and grab onto stuff with the hazaka, walk around the field, and all, let's say you're on the field, and no shtar is involved when you're taking things from uh, the, the ger. I think my answer is, yeah, but be'ishut mihalo ashkahan. We didn't find this concept of hazaka by marriage in, in, at all. But but contracts we did, so therefore it's easier to add on uh, contracts and not hazaka. Uh, or you could say That's why we need the pasuk of imacheret. That's the pasuk that Ula originally brought. That's going to compare ama to a regular woman, and from there we're going to take that Rav Yaakov said, and we're going to say that dafka works not hazaka. Now, according to the Rav Huna, according to him, he learns the whole uh, star works by uh, by Ma'ivriya uh, from the the pasuk Imacheret. Hi, Lotet Seketzet Avadim, my Darish What does he do with the second pasuk of Lotet Seketzet Avadim? So he'll tell you, Ha'homi Ba'ale Shena Yotza Berashe Varim Ke'ivet. He'll just tell you that she doesn't go out if the master pokes at her eye, breaks her tooth, cuts off a finger, something like that, like a regular Ivad Kenani. Rather, if something like that happens to her, she gets paid for it, but she continues working. Verav Hasda, he doesn't learn from Imaheret. Imken, if, if that's what you need it for, Lichtov Kera, Lotetsek Avadim, she shouldn't go out like Avadim. My Keset Avadim, it added the word Keset. What's that coming to teach me? Shmami not, that's coming to teach me two things. Number one, she doesn't go out with Ashtar. Number two, that she doesn't go out, Berashevarim, like Avid Kenani. Okay. We learned in the Mishnah that Avid Ivri, it says, he buys himself back, he goes out free, I meaning he redeems himself by working six years, and, uh, and then he goes out free. In the seventh year, he goes out free. Next, we learned by Yovel, he goes out free on Yovel. It says he works until the Yovel, then he goes out free. Now, it says, If he redeems himself, he subtracts from whatever he's worth. So let's say he got sold for $50, 
at the beginning of the bail cycle and 25 years later he wants to go out free, so he only pays back 25, meaning he subtracts from what is worth. So Amar Hizkiya, where do you learn this from? De Amar Kira, because the Pasuk says by Amar Ivriya that uh, that she she could redeem herself. It says Vehefda. And Vehefda sounds like it's going on the master. Melamech, Migarea, Pidiona, Vyotsat. Sounds like he subtracts from her worth whatever he bought her for. That said, she worked three years. She has three years left. And she only has to pay back half of what she was originally bought for. And then she could go out free. Tana. We learned to buy that he could buy himself back with money, something worth money, and a contract. I get it. Why? It says that he redeems himself, he pays back. Beautiful. I also know things that are worth money. I also understand because it says it says he has to give back whatever his worth is. Uh, we're coming to add things that are worth money, like money. This contract, what, what exactly is going on? If on that contract it said, well, uh, I'm letting you free, but you owe me uh, whatever amount, that's exactly Kesef, because at some point he's going to pay him. Uh, not now, then later, but he's going to pay him, so it's Kesef. Maybe it's an emancipation document, then Shtar Lamali, then why do you need a contract for that? You should just define two Adim and tell him to go out free. Or take him to Betin, tell him free, and this way you save money on a software. You don't have to write a whole contract. So then what do you need a Shtar for? So Amarava, Zot Omeret, Ayavid Ivri Gufo Kanui. Now, here's a big Hidusha was telling us that Ayavid Ivri. His body is acquired to the master. Now, not exactly like Na'avid Kena'ani. Na'avid Kena'ani, he's mamash acquired. It, he's like property. He's like land. He's like an ox. He's like a donkey. He's like a car. He's owned by his master. Every is owned in a sense where anything that he works, he has to give to the master. But his body's not kanui to the master. It's not kanui totally. It's only kanui partially. But it's strong enough that he would need a shtar to emancipate him. V'harav shemachal al gir'ono en gir'ono mahul. And the hidush here is that if a master forgave whatever is left from this person, whatever he owes, it's not forgiven. Meaning it's not good enough to just to forgive the, the, the whatever he owes him. That's not good enough. Since the master owns him to a certain degree, he has to write him an emancipation document also. And that's the Hidush. And that's what's meant by Shtar. So again, Kesef works, Shaveh Kesef works. Shtar, you can't forgive. You have to write not, not only that you forgive the one that you actually freed him, that you have to give him an emancipation document because he's owned. Next, we learned on the Mishnah Yitera, Alaba we said that Amavriya has a w- one up over the regular Avidivri that she becomes free just by Simanim of Naharut, meaning if she has two hairs, that's good enough, she's free. And Amanish Lakish Amavriya Konat Atzma Bemita Ta'av Meshut Adon. Mishlakish said, Amavriya becomes free from her master just by her father passing away. How? Mikal Vahomer. And the Kalvachomer is, Umasi manin she'en mosi in meshut av, 
Simanim, if a girl has two hairs while she's still a ketana, that doesn't make her free from her father. Her father shall has a right to be mekadesher. But still, motzi'in meshut adon. But the simanim make her go free from uh, her adon, her master. Mita, if her father passes away, she motzi'ah meshut av. It makes her free from her father's possession. Uh, meaning her brothers now don't own her. And Odin, all the more so she meshut adon, all the more so that it should make her free from the master. Metiver Avoshaya has a problem. Look, it says in our Mishnah, Yetera alav ama'ivriya. Ama'ivriya has one up over an ivri. She kona et atzma besimanim. She buys herself back with simanim. Vim ita, and if Rish Lakish is right, nitnina mim mitata, which it's also that if the father passes away, she goes free. So like my answer is Tana Vishir. No, the Tana Vamishnah left over some stuff. So if that's the case, my shir the hashir, then what else did he leave? So like my explains, Shir Mitat Adon. It also uh, left out that if the master himself uh, dies, she goes out free. But Tikman doesn't like that answer because Imishu Mitat Adon, if we're talking about the death of the master, love Shiurahu. That's not something that was left over from the Mishnah. It's also by a regular Ivdiv, it's also by the man. If his master dies, he goes out free also. And here we said that Amaivriya has one up. So the Gemara says, okay, let's go back to the question. Let us mention that Amaivriya goes out with the father's passing. Why didn't you mention it? So. Shlakish would have to answer Our Mishnah only mentioned things that have a set amount or set time. Something that you never know when it's going to happen it has no set time or amount. You didn't mention it. We don't know when the guy's going to die. The Gemara says, Yeah, but they have simanim, they end them kitzbah. Yeah, but didn't we say simanim? Simanim, you never know when the simanim are going to come out. And it says it in the, the Mishnah that Amavriya goes out with simanim. They have no set time upwards. But they do have a set time going down. The Tanya, the Brayta explains, If a nine-year-old has two hairs, that's a shuma. That's like a wart. That's a beauty mark. That's nothing uh, like a siman. He's not a gadol all of a sudden. From the age of nine one day to twelve in one day, if they're still there, they didn't come off. According to Nakama, Shuma, it's still a wart, it's still a, a, a beauty mark, it's nothing uh, serious, it's not a Siman. No, at that point, it's a Siman. 13 and up, it's a Siman. And we're understanding that there is a set time downwards, meaning if uh, she's too young, then the siman doesn't count as a siman, the same way that by a boy it doesn't count. And that's why it was mentioned in the Mishnah. So, Mativ Rav Sheshat. Rav Sheshat has a problem on, on what Rishlaki said, that by the father dying, she goes out free from the master. Rabbi Shimon Omer, there's four uh, slaves when they go out free you give them uh, gifts uh, sort of like a severance pay Hanukkah we're going to call it um, it's the one who goes out after six years the one who goes by Ovel the one whose ears pierced goes out if the master passes away and the Amarvia goes out with Simanim 
So Rabbi Shimon Omer Arba'am Amanikin Lahem four get gifts after they finish working. Shalosha Baish Rabaisha three out of four could be with the man, three out of four could be by the woman. You can't have all four by one of the men or woman. Why the fish and simanim There is no concept of simanim when it comes to an every the man. And a woman cannot get her ears pierced if she wants to stay longer. And the question is as, as follows. And if Resh Lakish's deen is correct, that just by her father passing away, she goes out free. We should also mention over there the father dying. And if you also want to say over there that he left over things, but it says four, meaning four and not more than that. And if you want to say that we're only talking about things that have a set amount or time, and when the when the man is going to die, the father is going to die, there's no set amount or time. But you have simanim; they don't have a set time. And you mentioned it. And if you want to say like Rav Safra said before, that there's no set time upwards, but there is a time downwards. And the Gemara answers back, but there's also, if the Adon passes away, the Enlaim Kitzba, it also doesn't have a set time. And you mentioned that it, it's one of the four criteria. So the Gemara answers, okay, even Mitat Adon, when the Master passes away, also didn't mention it because there's no set time. Then if that's the case, what are the four? So you have Shanim, you have Yovel, then you have Yovel Shal you have the person who is his ear was pierced, he also goes out in Yovel, meaning they're different uh, than regular Ivri. Then you have the Amai which goes out Bisimanim. And Hakinami Misabra makes sense to say that that Mitat Adon is not mentioned in the, the four. Why the Katanesepa? It says in this at the end of the Abraita, you can't say four in one of them, the fiche and simanim because there's no concept of simanim by a man. There's no concept of where you pierce the ear of the, the woman slave. And if it's true, if we're talking about mitat adon, then by a woman you could have all four. If her master passes away, she goes out free. Shmamina, you have to say that the mitat adon is not part of the four. Rather, you have to say it's the yovel of the one who got his ears pierced. Now, here's another question on Rishlakish. who wants to say that uh, Amavia goes out free from her master if her father passes away. So, Matib Rab Amram, Rab Amram has a question. It says, The following get gifts after the, they finish working. One who finished working, did it six years, now it's time to leave. Ovel, or the Ovel uh, happens to be in the middle of that uh, time period of his slavery. Adon, if the uh, master dies. If it's true, the Dean of Rishlakish, you should also mention Mitat Av, because with the father dying, she goes out free from her master. If you want to say he left over things, but didn't you say the word Elu, meaning Dafka, these, and no one else? If you want to say Dafka things that have a set amount of time, and things that don't have a set amount of time, it didn't mention. You have simanim. There's no set amount or time. And you mentioned if you want to mention like Rav Safa, the simanim they don't have a set time upwards, but downwards you do. 
But you have the Adon passing away. You don't know when that's going to happen. Rather, it's really a question on Rish Lakish. But here's the problem. Now, we all know Kalvahomer is very strong. It's one of the 13 Midot that Torah Nidrashit Bayan, and uh, it's very strong, and he probably learned it from his rabbi and his rabbi going back to Moshe Rabbeinu. So, how can you just uh, say that he's wrong? Meaning, he has a Kalvahomer. That's, that's one of the principles of our religion. It's very strong. You're going to have to knock it out. So the Gemara explains, it's not a good Kalva Homer. And if it's not a Kalva Homer, if I could ask on the Kalva Homer, then it's not a Kalva Homer anymore. Because you could ask, by Simanim, there's a reason she should go free because it's not the same person anymore. This was a Ketana, now she's a Ne'ara. It's a different body, it's a different person, and therefore she should go out free. You can say the same concept. She should go out free if the, her father passes away that, and her body didn't change. It's the same body. She's still a Ketana. She's before and after. That if at one point she's a Ketana, it's not the same body. So don't bring me a proof. So therefore, Rish Lakish's entire Kalvahomer is no good. But now the Gemara is going to take a, a turn and it's going to try to bring a Braita that's like Rish Lakish. We have two Braithot that argue on each other, that contradict each other. Tane Hada, Aenek Aved Ivri, La'atzmo. One Braita says that Aved Ivri, his severance pay goes to himself. Ve'aenek Ama'ivriya, La'atzma. And the severance pay of the Ama'ivriya, the gifts that you give her after she works, goes to her herself. Ve'tane Aidach, and even another Braita, Aenek Ama'ivriya, Amtsiyata, Le'aviha that the gifts that Amaria gets, the severance, and whatever she finds on the street, if she found a watch, a ring on the street, that goes to her father. And the only thing her uh, her uh, master has uh, something to complain about is that uh, she wasted uh, his working time on going to find uh, this ring. So that five seconds that she picked up this ring from the floor, he uh, ha- he wants that time back. So bottom line is, on one Braita, you see that her severance goes to herself, and the other one, it goes to her father. My love, now, how are we going to fix this contradiction? Isn't it that, ha, then afka besimanim, if she went out with simanim, and therefore, since her father is still alive, he gets it. And if her father passed away, then she gets uh, the, the gifts afterwards. The Gemara says, lo, no. Because you could always uh, settle the contradiction between Braithot differently. In both cases, she goes out with Simanim. No contradiction. If the father is still alive, then he gets the Hanukkah. If he's not alive, he doesn't get the Hanukkah. So now, the Gemara has a problem with that first Braitha. I understand why you need that line that the gifts that Amavia gets, if the father's not alive, whatever the case is, she gets. Now, why do I need to mention that? Because if the father's not alive, it's coming to tell me that the brothers don't get it. That if a person has an Ayavit Kena'ani and he passes away, his children get that Ayavit Kena'ani and it says, Otam l'b'nechem dafka the Ayavit Kena'ani goes to the children, velo b'notechem l'b'nechem. And not the, the, the daughter, the sister that went out as an Amavriya, the brothers don't get the right to that. Mikan she'en adam orish zechut bito l'b'no. From here we learn that a person doesn't give over the rights to his daughter, to his son. 
he doesn't inherit it. Ella. Okay, that part I got. But an who went to work, where did his six years time, now he's getting his gifts back, it goes to him. Well, that's obvious. Then who should it be given to? So Amar of Yosef, Yud Keret Kahazinaha. I see a little Yud that became the size of a big city. Meaning either it's just extra or I just don't understand why it's there. Abaye Amar, no, Hachiamar of Sheshat, Hamani, who is this Braita? Tutaihu. It's the Tana called Tutai, the Tanya, Tutai Omer, Lo. You have to give back to the Ivid Ivri himself. You have to give him his sovereigns and not to, let's say, someone else who he owes money to. Now, let's go let's go back to the Brata we mentioned before. We give sovereigns to the following four. If someone goes out after working six years, if there's Yovel, if the master dies, Amaria goes out with Simanin. Abal Boreah, if someone runs away from the Adon on Kesef, or he goes out by paying his way out in Manikin Law. He doesn't get severance. Bimir Omer, Boreah and Manikin The person who ran away doesn't get the gifts. on Kesef Manikin but the person who paid his way out does get gifts. Bishimon Omer Four get gifts. Three is uh, the criteria for by a man, three by a woman. And you can't say four in one person. If there's no concept of simanim by ish or there's no concept of uh, piercing the ear by a woman. And what's the source of that braita? The Gemara says the source is Tanura Banana. Here's the the, the Braita. Maybe you only give gifts to a person who worked the full six. How do we know if a person, the Yovel showed up in the middle of his time? So after, let's say, two years, three years, this Yovel, he, he gets gifts. I don't know if the master dies, he gets gifts. If she has her Simanim, she goes out and she gets her gifts. It says on the seventh year you send them out, and then it says vechita shalachenu. You have to give him, uh, you have to give him gifts. It says the pasuk says ubashana shivechita shalachenu chovshim ma'imach vechita shalachenu. When you send them out, vechita shalachenu chovshim ma'imach lo teshalachenu rekam. You can't leave him uh, uh, empty-handed. You have to give him something. So you see, it says teshalachenu and vechita shalachenu. All these are deserving of gifts. So maybe also the person who ran away or the Ayvid who paid his way out. When you send them, when you sent them, we're coming to exclude the case of a Boreah person who ran away, or if he paid his way out, he didn't get sent away, rather he sent himself away. The person who uh, ran away doesn't get gifts. Because he wasn't sent away from you. But a person who paid his way out, he gets gifts. Why? Because he got sent by you. You accepted the money and he gets sent out. Now the commander doesn't understand something. A guy ran away, has to come back, he has to finish working. Otherwise, why should I give you a gift? Where's the Havamina that you should get a gift? How do we know that uh, uh, who ran away, when he comes back, he has to complete his service? He has to work six years. Maybe even if he got sick, he has to make up the work. 
No, on the seventh year he goes out free. So bottom line is, what makes you think that the Boreah would even get anything? He has to finish his work. So Amar of Shesha, Tacha Bemayaskin, what are we dealing with here? Kegon Shebarach, Upagabo, Yobel. Guy ran away and then Yobel hit. So let's say uh, three days or three years before the Yobel, the guy ran away, no one can find him, and Yobel pops out, uh, all of a sudden it comes up and he goes out free no matter what. Now the Tema would have said, Ho'il ve'apik le'yovel, maybe because there's a Yovel, maybe she'lucho me'imach karinabeh, that's like you sending him away and you have to give him gifts. Ve'lonik and saying, we shouldn't find him, ve'na'anik le'em, we should give him the gift. Kamash ma'lan, no. That's why you need the word me'imach to tell me that Davka, if you sent him away, he gets gift. But if he ran away, it doesn't make a difference even if a Yovel hit and he doesn't have to work, he doesn't get gifts. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.